I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode... What was I saying? (laughs) What's an episode? (laughs) None of this feels familiar. I don't even know what familiar feels like. Are you a friend? Uh, Or are you a jokester? Or am I um, a representation of your inner turmoil taking a familiar face? Oh, now, there we are. <laughs> I, I knew I knew I'd seen you somewhere before. Okay, so episode episode seventeen of season season three of Xena Warrior Princess, and the episode is Forget Me Not. So we're going to be making lots of very predictable jokes. Um, yep. maybe maybe we've done enough of that already. It won't stop me. No, uh, this, this is this is this season's clip show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, this do you is... know what? It's very hot. I'm. I don't think I can be funny today. I'm too hot to, too so hot no, to hoot. No change then. No one will notice uh, a difference. Uh, ha 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 ha! It is extremely hot down where my elderly retainer is living. Uh, it is hotter than the is. Sahara Desert. Literally. Literally, yeah. We've looked it up. Hotter than Athens. Hotter, hotter than. than... Lisbon, did we say as well? Yeah, which is mid heat oh, wave. That's quite a lot of places that are hot. Yeah, um, I think I think I think hotter than the actual Sahara is probably indicative it's a good, of. It's a yeah, good headline, isn't it's, it? It's good well, headline. no, it's a terrible one, but yeah, yeah but it's, good, it's, little... it's 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 funny. <laughs> yeah, I'd look. We've got a thermometer, and I I think it must have just been left over when we moved into the house. I don't really recall having this thermometer but it it is out in the little lean-to bit and the cat was having a sleep in there like the hottest Uh, part of the house fucking idiot so i went to have a look (laughs) and it was it was about it was 34 degrees and and i thought well i know it's hotter outside and i know we were forecast to be about 37 38 degrees or something today um so i took the thermometer outside and i thought i know i'll I'll just kind of stand i'll put i'll put it in the sun put it on a Mm. on a surface in the sun uh, the thermometer goes up to forty-seven degrees, and it went off the top. So I haven't. Shit. Our thermometer can't can't cope with today's temperatures. Now, obviously, I'm not spending the day in the sun, but no, that's yeah. Good because so your internal organs would probably have baked. Yeah. So that's not that's not a good look on anyone. I can think of a few <laughs> gammons I wouldn't mind frying, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you snowflakes these days. Weren't you around for the heat wave of 1976? Fuck off. <laughs> now, listen, listen, hilariously, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing about 85% of what Wonka says today. <laughs> she keeps breaking up and freezing a bit. So every so often, I'm just going to assume she said something funny. If I can't hear it, I'll laugh. And if it's really inappropriate that I've laughed, <laughs> um, that's... That's her fault. Okay, because I should have edited it out if that's the case. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom just anyway, gave me so a let's... message that says my internet connection is unstable, so... Hey, yeah, just like me then. That... Me and my internet <laughs> connection, we've got something in common. Anyway, so... <laughs> I-, I said earlier this might be our shortest episode yet, but not if we're going to keep filling it with this chutney. Ooh, hot, isn't it? Hot so... few what a scorcher. <laughs> yeah, scorchio. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so this episode clip show uh i think uh unusually 
maybe this is unique in all the Xena clip shows. Mm. It only has clips from this season. Yes. Um, because this episode, which could also be subtitled uh, Gabrielle's EMDR Trauma Therapy Session, um, because, yeah, that's what's happening. What's EMDR? Um, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So this is a therapy cool, cool, that cool, was cool. a therapy invented or developed, uh, I think, in the eighties, and it's uh, it very very um, efficacious for some people uh, with dealing with uh, trauma and PTSD. Uh, because basically, oh, that is exactly what she needs. Yeah, it's basically been explained to me by someone I know who is an expert in trauma causing and experiencing um, that. <laughs> That trauma, what trauma basically is, is that your brain has not filed memories away correctly into its into mm-hmm. the right filing cabinets. If you imagine your brain as a filing cabinet, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, and like all your memories are like in there, carefully processed and understood and filed away into their correct slots. Whereas um, a, a traumatic memory, it just sort of explodes throughout the filing cabinet and you find it when you least expect it. Uh, okay. And so what EMDR does, uh, for some people, it doesn't work on everyone, but for some people what EMDR does is enables the brain to correctly process that process that traumatic memory and file it away into its correct place so that it can no longer leap out and surprise you like a big fucking jump scare. Um, cool. So that's really what, what Gabrielle needs because all of these traumatic memories keep rising to the surface you know even when she thinks she's dealt with them uh so various basically we've got the plot of this episode is that gabrielle has been really traumatized by the the events of the last several months and she decides that the best thing to do is to go into the temple of nemesine in order to basically confront her memories and then decide whether she wants to keep them or not right so the other option is Mm. she can either once she's confronted her memories she can either decide that she can she's she's going to move on with with this pain that she's been experiencing yeah. and try yeah. to work through it try to live with it or she can give it all up and just like have blank slate and end up yeah um you know, oh, do you know i was going to say tabula rasa but yeah <laughs> that's what blank that's yeah. what that means um yes and so basically this is the conceit for the clip show but also it does work quite mm. well as a sort of a pricey of what Gabrielle's been through over this season as a build up to the season finale where yeah. you will you will need to know all this because it's all relevant right yeah and th- and there is a reveal there's a mm. plot twist that well it, it fills a, a plot gap yeah it fills a plot hole which i think is i'm sure was deliberate you know <laughs> because yeah. it clearly was well it was clearly filmed at the same time right this this little I think it feels like it was filmed at the same time as it could, it, it fills a plot hole in in the deck basically if you've not seen this episode yeah um yeah basically the in the one of the the things that people were like at the time with the deck was how did Gabri- Gabrielle get to China before or Chin or what they call it Chin how did yeah. she get there before Zena when Zena left first and would know the fastest and, way to go and all that you know and with enough time to explain herself. And to get fitted for a really, really nice outfit. It's a really yeah. good outfit. It's a good a good wardrobe change. Anyway, yeah. the frock tarts were really in there. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, every every clip that we get is basically just rehashing her trauma, right? So she has to go into this... uh, Sort of a not a dreamscape. It's a, a memory, a memoryscape, whatever. Um, mm. it, it's it's a it's all a big metaphor because her physical body is out with Joxer, being comic relief. Um, uh, while she's going through all the trauma in the metaphorical space, uh, which involves yeah. walking through three different rivers, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's the river of wailing. The river also of- known as. The, the river of scummy bubbles uh, and blood when you when you, <laughs> yes yeah when when you um, immerse yourself in it it turns into blood very oh, yeah she comes out full carry carry yeah, at, at the prom uh, yeah. and what the next one's the river of woe right and that's the the ice river one. of woe yeah and then I forget what the third one's called the river of I fire don't, I don't I don't think of... I don't think we were told what it was called but it it mm. was it was a, on fire river of yeah it was on fire yeah. So guiding her through this is Aries. Or is it? Mm-hmm. You know? Or is uh, it? No. I don't think but also I yes, but no. I don't think there's anything in this this metaphorical location that she hasn't brought there herself. I think that's yeah. the point, you know. Yeah. Um so this is a xenolite he's, he's episode. The, he's the face of her guilt and Yeah. Shame. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so this is a Xenolite episode. Uh, she's only really in it for like a minute at the end. Any t- any other time yeah. we see her, it's a flashback or a, a clip, right? Um, yeah, and even then, it's not a whole lot of Xena. This really is a, a whole episode about Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only about very Gabrielle's... slightly about, about Xena. Yeah, it's about Gabrielle's... It's, yeah, it's about Gabrielle's trauma. So another fun one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, what's what's kind of funny is that in Illusia, Xena couldn't go through the fire until she kind of fessed up about Ming Chen. Mm. Like she, when she went through the waterfall, she got burnt, and then she thought it's no good. It's Ming Chen. I, you know, I lied. I killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gabrielle was able to carry her lie and betrayal through. So a bit another plot gap, plot hole there. I think. I don't think it's a plot hole. It's because she's. As we, uh, I think it. I don't think it's possible because I think that she's repressed it. I don't think she remembered it. I think she was choosing okay. not to remember it. Yeah, yeah. She. This is it's certainly a repressed memory that mm-hmm. it takes this whole journey through the three rivers to, uh, to recover, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that this what? is a repressed thing. So this is so her deepest the, shame. Is... This is worse than all the other things. Um. So yeah. Worse than infanticide. Much worse. So much worse. but it's actually that was one of the things i thought was worth talking about is that um the things that she has to confront in this memory scape whatever it is she's gone through all this terrible stuff and she has these memories of all this crap happening no memories of the children at all apart from a really brief flashback to hope's already dead and she's about to Oh no, she wakes up, she's dreams, doesn't she? I that's think a it's nightmare, a dream yeah. She's... That's, that's yeah. not even part of the trauma therapy. Yeah. So actually dealing with the the trauma isn't about the death of the children at all. No. It's about the betrayal and it's about mm-hmm. the relationship with Xena. Yeah. Um, it's the I things think... that have been... It's the things that are continuing on, you know, because I think, like, 
Yeah. I, I think that Illusia really did heal the because if you and my child is dead, his blood is on your hands yeah. part. You know His blood is on your hands. That's the one. Um I think that Illusia really did help out with that, especially because it was stolen yeah. who brought them there, you know. That's yeah. uh whereas um and as we know from talking to Dave, you know, that really was about Xena, wasn't it? It was more about Xena than Gabrielle. It was Xena's it yeah. was that that was Xena's mindscape. That was Xena's uh, what cube of space, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um So this is Gabrielle's you know, version of Illusia. Maybe, yeah, something like that. So she gets yeah. a clip show. <laughs> well she gets a top um, up. Oh, well yeah, that seems <laughs> Yeah. Xena gets Xena gets a whole like orchestral musical score and songs yeah. and lyrics and Gabrielle gets a clip show just goes to show so you know <laughs> sidekicks for yeah. you sidekicks so yeah but like I think that it's interesting that like, the things that she's dealing with here are the things that are um, that have continued on you know like I'm not saying that obviously mm. the death of Solon and Hope wasn't a very important traumatic thing but yeah. But <laughs> that's it's a line has actually been drawn under that. They've come to a resolution about that. Whereas the things yes. that are continuing on are Gabrielle's self perception, which yes. is you know her self perception of uh, herself as someone who is who has a reverence for life and would yeah. never allow someone to be killed no matter who they are. Which was that was had the guts ripped out of it in Britannia and then again um, last week last week in last Winning week. Rome so yeah. unusually this clip show has clips from fucking last week you know like <laughs> yeah but it, it's it's um, it's really really relevant isn't it and she's, yeah. she's got the shiniest ring in the Roman Empire yeah um, and then the other things that are still that she's still struggling with are, I, th- I think it is um what she's struggling with is her her self identity because she's defined herself as, you know, being like the one who's all about forgiveness and you got to give you you've got to um save people keep them alive it's not right to kill people for any reason, and she's also yeah. defined herself around um being like Zena's moral compass and like her relationship with Zena and her love for Zena mm. is something yeah. she's defined herself around and then as she's coming to grips with the fact that she um that what she did when she went to china it was out it, it wasn't for any of the noble reasons that she claimed it was yep. for very very dark selfish reasons so yeah so it was so she's desperately hurt by and it, it's a it was a really hard line i thought when when zena says i i have to go and kill the green dragon mm-hmm. and and Gabrielle says, "So you you would throw away the last few? There's there's someone who means so much to you. You would throw away the last few years for them, yeah. meaning us, Me. yeah. And, and almost without hesitation, Zena said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So there's there's very deep hurt out of that. And and what we learn at, at the end of this episode is that um, Ares has enabled Gabrielle to get there more quickly, so she can." betray her and hurt her and she says at the and she says when she comes through that third river of fire yes i betrayed her i wanted to hurt her i wanted to punish her mm-hmm. oops it went a bit far i nearly got her killed but it's 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 that kind of lashing out isn't it it's a 
I don't need yeah. you anyway. So it was it was very much about punishment, and she's betrayal is the big thing. And then we get that clip of Crassus. The previous week, we get her saying, "No, I won't let her kill you. I'll I'll give you this ring. It will save you." Mm-hmm. And then the next clip is, "Well, not really. I got the ring." Yeah, yeah, you did. And it kind of the context is the clips anyway. Kind of the context of why she did that as well, which is interesting. Yes, but yeah. then, I mean, like, there's only so long you can have. There's only yeah they 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 only have so much time you know because they had to put in a full like minute and a half long song later on you know <laughs> like we yeah. spent all this time <laughs> we spent all this time writing these songs we're not gonna make it a one yeah. done situation we've got to include it <laughs> got to include it again yeah. you know I yeah. feel like they, they they probably picked the weakest song in the episode to repeat you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the one that was relevant to what was happening. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it was the right song. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a But of bit, all the um, songs, like of the lyrics, like it's the least, like, it's the one where they were most obviously struggling for a rhyme. Definitely. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. what can you do? <laughs> but hey, what can you do? What can you do? So yeah, um, I was I went into this episode not gonna lie. I went into this episode mm. expecting to be a little bit bored because it's a clip show, because the clips are all very recent. We've seen them all before, um, mm. so recently. But I ended up actually liking it a lot more than than I thought it was. Yeah, to. same. And I have to admit, I didn't remember this very clearly. Um, I, mean, I, knew, I know, I know, right? <laughs> Not a joke. Wasn't that wasn't the one? That I, I tell you what, I'll I'll put my hand up when it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't remember. Um, my hand, <laughs> no, carry on. no, my hand wasn't up. Um, so I hadn't remembered this one very clearly, although I kind of remembered because you'd hinted at it. You say, oh, you know what happens in that, in that episode? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, it was this <laughs> reveal about the, the deal with Ares. Um, and I had forgotten that it was all really recent clips. And I think that made it much more impactful. I'm really glad we didn't get lots of early season, um, you know, Gabrielle in the Durndle, all that, all that kind of early day stuff. This was really Shit. about a couple of specific moments in their story. I think. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's really it's 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 actually one of the. I was going to say one of the best clip shows, but yeah, I, I think I'd said before. I think I've said previously that it wasn't, but um, clearly I was just an idiot because the thing is <laughs> that um, like ever after the season one clip show, they really did get much better at doing clip shows. The season one clip show, I think, yeah. is more or less fucking worthless. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, it was Never just um, yeah, yeah. It was just filler, complete filler. Um, yeah. but but they 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 got much more creative. They started doing different yes. things with it. So we had the whole the Xena Scrolls, which, as you know, um, one of my favorite episodes. And with yeah. this one, it's uh, it carries the story forward because we learned something else. It does character development because you've got Gabrielle mm-hmm. realizing she can live with the things she's done. She needs to face up to the things she's done and we say we get some resolution about you know how how some of those things happened yeah um are we going to talk about jocks or at all no i suppose we have to 
So you so yeah. you say he's there kind of oh he's there as comic relief. I in the middle he is, and that I could really have done without. But I think at the beginning, <laughs> um, and when he comes to his senses a bit at the end, but but at the beginning I think he does really well. He's actually very kind and dealing with a trauma response. So Gabrielle's just had this awful nightmare, and she's she's reached breaking point. And she's saying, I can't, I can't go on like this. I can't do it again. I can't, I can't do this. And he's, his response, rather than kind of joking around and what, what you're talking about. So no, okay, we, we won't do that. We don't have to do that again. It's just kind of make, make her feel safe. And then, so I thought he actually did quite well there. And then his instinct is to protect her. So she's gone into the temple. She's looked into the pensive and, um, <laughs> that is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking what J.K. Rowling is such a fucking hack. She's next from <laughs> no, first we had Pixar, you know Pixar, Disney, and now, and now the franchise which shall, which shall not be named. J.K. Hackling, unbelievable. Yeah, right. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so she, so Gabrielle's gone in. She's kind of had had all the memories removed, and she and she is this blank slate. So she's a an empty vessel. And he has a protector. Tabula rasa, I will. Um, <laughs> so he, yeah, he he protects her, and he has this re- again, this really sad little line. He says, "I'll, I can make her, I can help her forget everything. I'm, I'm a very forgettable person." And is that a sad line? Moment. I thought that was a joke. Well, it, it is. <laughs> I'm but sure it's that little... was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> no, it, no, it is a joke, but it's it's a sort it's of he's a fucking joke. Joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's this little bittersweet thing, isn't it? Um, but I see what he did there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think he does really well. And then he wants to help her regain her memories without having to go through all the sort of hoodoo stuff. So he's reading her scrolls to her. And the point oh. at which he becomes a jerk is... Jerkster. When he... Jerkster. Is when he realises what a bit player he is in the story that oh. everybody else written. Uh, and it's kind of tragic. And then rather than sort of saying actually it's all about you and Xena he basically he makes it a self-insert fanfic doesn't he yeah he makes it a self-insert fanfic wherein he is the mm. hero and the love interest uh and I think yeah. it's this is a this but see this is another good bit of subtext because he just mm. puts himself into the Xena role and from this yeah. Gabrielle gets the impression that so, she's wow, in love I'm really with him. in love with you yeah <laughs> and then there's a funny bit where she's she jumps him and says, take me, just like you did right before you saved Ulysses. And I'm like, oh, so that's what we're, you were doing before that episode started, <laughs> is it? You know? If we accept that, it does make what happened in the episode mm. Ulysses even more offensive. It does, actually. Doesn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, actually, Joxa, does actually. Actually, <laughs> does actually. Um, <laughs> So Jocks are just like the just like the episode where for some reason he thinks Gabrielle's a prostitute and that's really sad, oh, but at least Christ. he can pay for her now. Oh, comes to fuck. his comes to his senses. So it's Jeez. kind of been like that. He's he's got Gabrielle being very vulnerable, he's gaslighting her. <laughs> this is this is you know, this is this is our story, this is who I am to you. And when she starts to act on that, he's like, Oh no, I can't go through with it. So he kind of redeems himself, so, but once again, it's he's a, cleared the very low bar of not yeah. being a literal rapist. Yeah. So 
Congratulations, Jogser. Well done, Jogser. But yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh dear. Uh, But apart from that unpleasantly written bit, I think he actually comes out of this quite well. He's he's caring, he's you know, he's protective. Uh and he gets his ear tweaked. That's quite good. When Gabrielle comes back back into her body. That's quite good, yeah. Yeah, she remembers all the hot bullshit that she remembers all the hot <laughs> bullshit that she's been spoon fed here, which I think is really yeah. funny because, like, she clearly knows then that Joxer is in love with her, and yet she almost pretends not to know, pretends to act Ooh. surprised if it ever comes up. Um, yeah. So, oh, you, you would just blank it out, though, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. yeah if not, you're gonna suppress, I'm not dealing memory, with that. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna suppress a memory, that's the one you would pick, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then Cena comes back. So G- Gabrielle accepts. Basically, you know, she accepts um, what she's done and who she's becoming, and so on. Mm. I think it was a really yeah. gay line when she's she's fighting with Aries and and like coming to terms with what she did, uh, and she yeah. says that this really homosexual line. Um, I hated her for loving someone else. Because that's something that you really always feel about your friends, isn't it? About your good, close friends. Um, You know, every time I think about my good, close friends, my best friend, and how they love someone else, it makes me just enraged. Is this about about that kid saying to you, you're you're my second best friend now? (laughs) Friendship ended with random kid. My other <laughs> random kid is my best friend. Yeah. You're taking, yeah, no, you're taking I mean, my it's best like, friend off me. Yeah. It, mm. Yeah, it's it's obviously romantic jealousy. Like, I mean, we get it. Okay? Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We get where we get the subtext you're laying down, Xena Warrior Princess. Um so yeah, then Gabrielle <laughs> gets back. She you know, she she chooses to return to her body. Luckily, there's nothing, nothing fancy required. She just makes a decision, and then whap, she's her memory. Yeah. She's back in her body. Memory is restored. Um, and and then Zena, yeah, <laughs> then Zena reappears for her one minute cameo at the end of the episode, uh, and, and somehow she... knows exactly what's been going on. No, somehow. because she does. Oh, it's not somehow, mate. It's one of the most. I know it's worse. Things. It's worse. It's what. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the worst things I can think of. That you've been talking in your sleep and revealing your deepest secrets. <gasps> Imagine, holy shit! So Gabrielle's been talking in her sleep, and therefore Zena knew all of this. She knew everything because wow. Gabrielle's been fucking gabbing in her sleep. <laughs> I see what you did. Well, she has these nightmares about all the things she's done, and Zena very intuitively she... knows about how she betrayed her and hated her. And wanted to punish her for loving <laughs> yeah. someone else. Um, See how you like it. Christ. <laughs> Christ. Oh. Um, and, yeah. oh man, just imagine, oh, don't imagine it. It's the worst thing I can imagine. One of the worst things. It, it would be horrible. Oh, awful. Horrible. Um, so uh, yeah. All, every one of our listeners is now wondering what your deep dark secret is that you're oh, so many. worried you might be revealing. So many. Luckily, I don't talk in my sleep. Yeah. Do I? Should we ask my wife? She would just pretend that she hadn't heard it. She's very discreet that way. 
So overall, overall, pretty good episode. I thought uh, I was expecting. Yes, to be very given good a for six. a clip show. Yeah. yeah, I was expecting to be given it a six, but I think I'm actually going to give it a, a, an eight. Ooh. That's yeah, a two a two point hike. So a... well, I was expecting before I watched it. I was expecting this will be a six probably, but having watched yeah. it, it's actually an eight because we've got Gabrielle's therapy session. We've got progressing mm. the plot. We've got resolution of an old plot thread. We've got um good shit. We've got a lot of good shit in this episode. I think we have got a lot of good shit. One of my favourite things in this actually is actually. Is <laughs> Aries throughout because you know we we love Aries we we love Kevin mm-hmm. Smith we love Aries um, and he's funny and um, oh I can't can't think of the word I want but he's that kind of smug braggadocio you know it's, it's that yeah. classic Aries thing and he's being a little bit well yeah I can leave you here if you like but you know what you're gonna do you can you can just stay here and die I don't care <laughs> and then you realise. Actually, no. Actually, this is no, this is Gabrielle, mm. and it's not it's not Aries snark. It's how she's talking to herself and how she's thinking of herself. So, well, it's up to you. You can forget everything. You can you can just stay here and die. Yeah, guess I'll die. So I, I guess I'll die. So I like <laughs> that reveal. I like that reveal that actually it's Gabrielle who's being kind of hard on herself, and Gabrielle who yeah. earlier could have saved herself when she said, "I thought you were here to save me." Mm. So good point. She, it, That's a know, good she, point. She has the power to, yeah, she has the yeah. power to save herself and isn't ready to do it at that point. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a really so good I, analysis I liked, there, friend. I thank you. So I I liked that her personification of um that kind of being hard on herself. Yeah, she she externalizes that and makes it makes it Aries because she's she can't quite. Say it to herself, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Zena. Oh, hey, Zena. Zena's making a cameo at the end of the episode. How appropriate. I know. She's um, she's coming in just for one last minute. <laughs> oh, my God. She heard us talking in our sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Um, she heard yeah. you talking and you, she slept in your room when you were here, so. She did. Presumably she's, she's heard your deep, dark secrets. You do know. Yeah. All the, the um, tales that cat could tell. Ha, tails, I get it. This is a cat. Get it? We've got a tail. So lame. Um, so lame. <laughs> and then what's good, right, is that this uh, personification of like the world's worst therapist, um, yeah. Gabrielle, beats him <laughs> up at the end, which is always good. Um, you know, it's sort of like my therapist back when I had six sessions of CBT um, yeah. was like, you noticed how you noticed how you're always speaking about yourself so negatively. And then I could have beaten her up at that point, and I'm like, "Don't pierce my <laughs> fucking self defense mechanism." I need that. That's my. <laughs> I, that's my I'm emotional using support, it. Self defense. <laughs> I'm using it. I'm using that right now. Leave me alone. You're still using that, friend. You're still using it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm aware of it now. <laughs> Thanks, ah, therapist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Alright, so I've given my rating which is eight. What's your rating gonna be, Fran? Well I, I think it's an eight as well because of that Aries thing. I think I think that's lifted yeah. it for me to an eight. 
Um, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's how they meant it all to come across. Um, I, I, I 100% believe it is. Uh, Ares even points out the obvious metaphors when she's going across the the river, the river of ice when she's trying to oh, yeah. she's trying to walk across some thin ice and then it c- cracks. Mm. That's a you know, and he yeah. even points it out it's an obvious metaphor for trying to suppress your emotions, um, yeah. and then being overwhelmed by them. So, I think it is absolutely cool. your your interpretation is absolutely correct. Well, I'm glad you concur, my learned mm. colleague. So that was forget me not. And I'm, uh, oh my god, I've just Next week it's your favourite episode ever. Oh god. It's one so of your next... favourite episodes. <laughs> next week we will be watching the episode, recording the podcast, and I will then immediately stride into the temple of Nemesine <laughs> that it be extracted from my memory and everything we've shared over the last few years. Yes, even that. It's worth forgetting all of that. Um, because next week, she is going to be talking. I'm going to be sulking about fins, fems, and gems. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so it basically be, next week's going to be your King yeah. Con, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be surly and resentful all the way through. Because I don't hate this episode coming up remotely as much oh, as you I hate do. It so much. I don't think it's possible for anyone so to hate it more than you do. <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's let's all watch it in preparation for next week. Um, yeah, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bird's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bird's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon. And of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.